Hey friends, tickets are now available for our new series of live workshops taking place in November and December. They're focused on getting coffee professionals and small business owners better prepared for 2023. There's one for coffee professionals, one for those looking to start or grow their business as a coffee consultant, and there's one for customer acquisition planning that's tailored to small business owners. Go to mapperforward.coffee forward slash events to grab tickets or check the show notes for details. Yanis Apostolopoulos, welcome to the Daily Coffee Pro by Map It Forward, two years in the making. <laughs> and we are finally here. People I'm on this so podcast. <laughs> I'm ahead. so happy we made it. People on this podcast are sick of me saying, Yanis is coming on the podcast. Yanis is coming on the podcast. Two years later, Yanis is finally on the podcast. We're going to have a great conversation. We're going to be talking about the SCA. We're going to be talking about what you guys do and we're going to explore a few things. But uh, before we start, this is coming out to patrons a couple of weeks before it's coming out to everyone else. So thank you to everyone who supports us on Patreon and also thank you to our YouTube paid members because this is coming up to you earlier than it's coming out to everybody else. So, Yanis, we're going to start with... uh, (laughs) The question that everybody asks a lot of the time, and that is like, what does the SCA do? That's what I want to talk about in this episode. That's a very, very interesting (laughs) question with, with, um, I guess, an answer that we haven't quite conveyed to people um, over the last couple of years, I think. People confuse the SCA with SCAA and SCAE and SCAJ and ASCA. And yeah, I I can see that. Mm -hmm. And also SCA comes out of the merger of SCAA and SCAE. Mm -hmm. And that as every, I would say, merger brought changes um but the two organizations came together for the right way for the right reasons i would say okay like there was a vision why -hmm. we need to bring those together because we need to push the industry forward the specialty coffee industry forward we need to take a bigger um to create a bigger voice for the industry and and practically to actually serve on the bigger purpose that the SEA exists. And the SEA exists to foster global coffee communities and support activities to make coffee a more sustainable, equitable, and thriving endeavor for the entire value chain. And there are many things that are in this purpose. Yeah. Which Sometimes we bring it down to make coffee better, but we need to explain that. So it's about global coffee communities. And it starts from the idea that SEA is a trade association. It's a trade association that is a bit different from the traditional- Can you explain what that means? Yeah, it's a bit different from the traditional organizations. Usually trade associations have only company members. In this organization, we have individuals because a lot of individuals in our industry are also professionals that they they are a business by themselves. If we see the trainers or producers, so it's 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 a 
it's a trade association with a bigger, I would say, pool of um, members. Mm-hmm. But it's not about the members. We, we don't talk about members, even though we are incorporated at a 516 mutual benefit organization in the US. We talk about community. Nonprofit? Yeah, nonprofit. Mm-hmm. And I'll explain what nonprofit means because people have different views about what a nonprofit is. And opinions. Is. Yes, 100%. <laughs> so I would say the following um, We're there to foster communities. Um, communities of people that they want actually to make an impact on the value chain of coffee. Mm-hmm. That, and we're there to support activities. It's not just us driving activities. There are organizations out in the world that they talk about sustainability and climate change. It's not SEA to give the answers, but we can support and amplify their message and we can be part of the, of the social dialogue there mm-hmm. on how we can improve things to make coffee more sustainable, equitable and thriving as, a, as an activity for the entire value chain. And I think this is important. <clears throat> so this is why SEA exists. And, and it's there to, to do that as a trade organization. Um, which that's is the part that stumps from, me. The, yeah, that's, that's which the is part diff- that confuses different me. than a professional organization. Right. A professional organization is an organization that speaks just to professionals. Right. A trade organization is there to support trade to make things happen. And I'll give <laughs> you an example that it's a bit controversial, but also it's it's it speaks to the point. Mm-hmm. In 2021, mm-hmm. we were planning to have the expo in New Orleans. And there we had a, a hurricane. Mm-hmm. Um, the Hurricane Ida hitting the city and of New Orleans like weeks before our trade show. Mm. And yes, we went through the whole political situation with the city, with the, the building, like what we can do, where is the city. But eventually we made a decision to go forward and do it mm-hmm. because we sat down, we discussed, and we, we heard multiple opinions, opinions for people but they were saying, oh, it's not safe because of COVID or because you're going to put a burden in the city. There were voices that were saying that it's it's going to be good for the city. But then there were strong voices from producers who were saying, look, we haven't been able to see our customers for the last two years. And we have bought our tickets. We have started our journeys. People have started so have started to fly from Brazil to Mexico to spend 14 days in Mexico because they couldn't get directly in the U.S. to right to bypass the quarantine to come to the U.S. So we ended up having a show where most of the producers were there. Mm-hmm. Um, I could say that we we di- we did see almost every producing country and all of the producers that they have booked a a, a booth. So. We were there for the trade. That's what the trade association is, to support trade. Mm-hmm. And I parked that. Um, I hope that this gives kind of an explanation 
of what a trade association is. We're there to support trade. Um, now, how we try to do coffee better, how <laughs> we are trying to deliver in our purpose. And this is what SEA is doing. We're doing it by educating professionals and people in the trade on, on how to produce a better cup of coffee, mm -hmm. but also to understand how trade is happening. Mm -hmm. Because it's not just the coffee skills program, it's the coffee sustainability program that we have. It's coffee, coffee research. Technicians. Yeah, we're... So the idea comes like this. So you're doing research, and that mm -hmm. research informs standards, mm -hmm. and the standards informs education, mm -hmm. and then it's 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 a, a loop. It's, it's a, a feedback loop. Exactly. So, and that is, for example, the SEA capping form. The capping form was a standard. Now we're you had the conversation with Peter. Um, mm -hmm. I hope Peter's episode goes before mine. It, it's so already out. <laughs> yeah, some people will see it. Uh, uh -huh. So we are we all these. 20 years that the capping form exists, we have seen significant progress in research on sensory science and, and understanding how to actually perceive coffees. So this one is informing the evolution of the capping form, mm -hmm. but it will eventually inform the education and how we teach people how to use it mm -hmm. and how we make it as a tool to discover the value on, on the coffee value chain. Because mm -hmm. uh, it's a it's a value discovery tool. Um, so, SEA is doing education. It's trying to do all this through education, mm -hmm. through research, mm -hmm. through standards, mm -hmm. through events. Because that's the best way to bring the the communities together, but also disseminate information. Uh, because we're not just doing Expo or World of Coffee. We're doing the championships. We're doing Green Coffee Summit. So mm -hmm. new things which speaks directly to trade. So Green Coffee Summit supports producers and green coffee traders, green coffee buyers and sellers uh, when it comes to green coffee. We had Retail Summit. And Retail Summit, it's, it's a new, again, product that we're offering to trade when it talks about retail chains. So I think though we have sensory summit, which speaks to sensory professionals and, mm -hmm. and companies on how to assess quality and, and the developments in sensory science. So we're doing events, we're doing education, we're doing research. Mm -hmm. And through that, we're trying to communicate to everyone, um, what is SEA's Sustainable Specialty Coffee Agenda? Because we decided that over the next five years, we are on year, we're getting on year three. Mm -hmm. It took a bit longer with pandemic. We're going to focus on our Sustainable Specialty Coffee Agenda. And in our spe Sustainable Specialty Coffee Agenda, we talk about sustainability, um, climate change. And we decided to partner with partners out there that they do that. You have other platforms like um, GCP and uh, Sustainable Coffee Challenge. So you have platforms out there that they are doing great work mm -hmm. and we're there to, to amplify their message and, and support those. 
And we as SEA decided that our main topic in our sustainable specialty coffee agenda would be value distribution. How we talk about value distribution mm -hmm. along um, the coffee chain. And, and, and redistribution. And redistribution. First of all, we need to discover that value and then yep. talk about how we distribute it. Um, because it's not about distribution. It's how this value is generated, how it's mm -hmm. appreciated. And it's not just monetary value. It's monetary right. and non-monetary value. Um, Can you give us some examples of non-monetary value? Like appreciation. It's it's number one. It's uh, recognition. Um, recognition. It's it's all this kind of stuff. It's uh, like how people experience coffee throughout the value chain. Um, uh, yeah. So I would say that we as SEA are focusing for the next three, 10 years to actually have this conversation about value, how we generate value in the value, in the value chain, how we distribute that. And we started that with the, um, the coffee systems mapping. Mm -hmm. We got a better understanding where, where did this go? And now we have identified what are the leverage points that we can have, and we're starting that journey. So, for example, again, the new capping form is not about form. It's about the whole system. Mm. It's about how we cap coffee, how we discover that value, how we communicate with each other, how we can maximize the value for the producers, what the consumers like. It's going to be a, a total system on how we, we do that value assessment. And people should check out the episode with Peter Giuliano where we yep. talked about the new cupping protocol. It is, I got to tell you, it was uh, really refreshing to see. I think for me, that was the first sign that things at the SCA were starting to bear fruit. Thank you. It's It's been... Yeah. Quite a journey. Okay, so don't forget. This merger happened in 2017. Mm -hmm. And no matter what, we're not talking about two for-profit organizations that they're used on how to do mergers and acquisitions and whatever. It was just like an idea how we can make coffee better. Yeah, instead of competing, let's create enough gravitas that we have a bigger voice within the coffee industry. It's mm. not easy. Practically 70% of the mergers yeah. fail. Yeah. And we know that. That's statistics. Yeah. Um, so it took some time until we get to bring the two organizations together, align on what we want to do from the staff perspective, from the culture perspective, from the politics. volunteers per perspective. And it's not about politics because deep down, everyone, staff, board, the people, like the, the community wanted us to do the right thing. Mm -hmm. But we weren't there. Like we weren't prepared enough to make this happen. And we know nobody can ever be prepared enough for these kind of things. But even so, even more so for a smaller organization. So it took time. Eventually we got there. And then it takes a bit more time to start doing things and people start perceiving these things. Like 
we have started our plan. We're going on year three. Okay, we had a disruption with COVID. Everybody in this world had one. But it was also a great opportunity to accelerate some things and focus a bit more internally. We have the year to fix things faster. Mm -hmm. But still, it took us two years to start doing things so people can perceive literally that we are trying to do things a bit different. And I uh, have to say something here, if it's if it's okay. Yeah, please. Yanis and I have had a number of conversations in sort of the two-year run-up to this. Uh, and, and I had seen you on social media where you would read off stuff and you would deliver a preconceived message that you had to get through. And people would say things to me like, what the fuck is the SCA doing? They're not getting anything done. This was during all of this kind of COVID and, and uh, you know, the the uh, Hurricane Ida stuff, all of it with World of Coffee in Dubai, blah, 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 blah. It took me a minute to figure out what kind of a leader you are. It really did, Yanis. And I think in our last conversation, you and I spoke about this in MICE. For anyone who's listening and I'm not talking to you now, Yanis, I'm talking to my perception of Yanis is that there are two kinds of leaders. There are the kinds of leaders that talk and then there are kinds of leaders that do and then let other people talk. You are the latter. And the problem with the second kind of leader is that while they're getting everything done and while they're putting all the pieces in place with their team to actually implement action, People don't hear or see the work that's being done in the process. They just see the end result. And a community needs to give the grace that's needed for that action to happen. This is when when we talk about at Mapper Forward conspiring to each other's success, that's a part of it. Giving people the grace to actually implement on the things that they're saying may be happening or perhaps aren't even saying it. And I think in my conversation with you at MICE, I'm like, you guys got to be talking, you specifically need to be talking louder about the work that you're doing because it's actually good work, Yanis, and people aren't hearing about it. Well, thank you. I I would say the following. Mm -hmm. It's, I think that I... I cannot judge if I'm a I'm a doer or a talker. Like I definitely know that I'm not a good talker. Um, I hope that I'm I'm a better doer. Um, but I have a great team, and mm -hmm. and it's not me. It's it's the voice of the team. Like mm -hmm. I have a team. Like we have Cindy, Kim, Peter, like like Stephen, Mario. Like this. I have this whole team of people in SEA that really believes in what we're doing. They have been through a lot. It has been painful times also. Um, but I think that we now can present the work that we have done and can articulate better mm -hmm. what we are doing. Because we weren't even there yet on how to articulate. Right. And, and we haven't even found our voice, like we're searching for that during right. merger and different cultures, different. Um, but I appreciate it takes time. 
and people get frustrated and things were happening in the society and all over us. The world was changing dramatically and and it was, yeah. Uh, and I understand that we were not meeting expectations of what people might want it to hear. Mm-hmm. But I also think that as we are doing this transformation, people were expecting SCA to be something different from what SCA is becoming mm-hmm. and is. And I explain what we stand for, why we come to work every day, like we have a purpose. And it's a bit different from just serving a, c- a single community somewhere or just a, a, a subgroup of the community. Mm-hmm. And yes, there were fundamental things that's changed. So SCAA mm-hmm. merged with SCAE and all of a sudden we're becoming this global organization, but we're serving the community in, in, in the US, for example. And it took time to get the chapter and right. it's not an easy ride to create chapters. And we still haven't figured it out 100%. I think now we have a better idea and things are coming over the next year that will that will speak much more on this one mm-hmm. but there were a lot of volunteers that they were upset they were frustrated that we couldn't find like a clear direction i think now we're we're getting there you're finding also, a rhythm i i got to yeah. say from from the outside looking in and perhaps because i have had conversations with you that have been able to align my understanding of what the sca is doing uh I'm starting to see that the SCA is getting a momentum and a rhythm that's starting to make sense or at least be a little bit more coherent to the general public in our industry of what you're doing. The spanner in the works of that is that I think there are people who are stuck with the previous models. For the younger audience uh, who don't know what SCA is, a is and SCAE is. SCAA is a Specialty Coffee Association of America and SCAE, Specialty Coffee Association of Europe. These two merged together to become a global organization, right? And I think that there are actors in the industry who are perhaps expecting you to be like an employee represent like a barista union or something like that um but we're a trade association right and this is really why i wanted to have the you on the podcast is so that uh my friend you underestimate how good you are at having conversations um because you in this conversation have explained more to the audience than what i think has come out in the entirety of what has happened since you became the SCA? Well, it because might be. As I said, like it took us time to articulate who right. we are and what we're doing. Um, right. I, I also believe that, and, and I understand the frustrations. You talked about the barista union or whatever. Right. And those have place in the community and in the industry. And those are are schemes that we're willing to support. But it's not 
SEA's role. Right. Like, I think we're talking about value distribution, we're talking about sustainability, equity, um, and how everyone thrives on the value chain. And yes, we're going to bring those into the forefront. But don't forget, as I said, the purpose is to foster global communities and support activities. Mm-hmm. It's not just us leading the activities. So, yes, there are issues. It's not that SEA has the answer to all the issues. Mm-hmm. SEA can help even incubate. Right. And we've spoken about that, you and yeah. I as well. Yeah, incubate structures to mm-hmm. talk about the issues. We can give voice, but it's not that SEA needs to do all this. You, it's not, if I'm hearing you correctly, you don't want to be the association that creates and drives all the change and, and all the development. You want to facilitate a community and and an industry that wants to organically define itself as time goes on. Yeah. Is that correct? I think the word the word foster communities, like yeah. it, it comes encapsulates pretty yeah. much what you are saying. Okay. Great. We're gonna we're gonna end this episode here. Tune in for the next episode, folks, because I promise you this is gonna be Really great. Peace, love, and peanut butter. Have an amazing rest of your day. Thanks for tuning in, friends. There are two ways you can support this podcast. Firstly, become a paid member of our YouTube channel. Secondly, you can join our Patreon for as little as $3 a month. Both have options for exclusive ad-free content and early release content. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. The Daily Coffee Pro is produced by Map It Forward and the music you're listening to is called Run 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 off of my album Laundry After Midnight. To get older episodes of this podcast, as well as more information on Map It Forward, head to mapitforward.coffee. You can find links and more information in the show notes below.